the Studio Cuts Podcast with Taylor with WRRV. This is the Studio Cuts Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from 92.7, WRRV. And the Studio Cuts Podcast is where we interview artists that were featured on Sunday Studio Cuts, our new music show on WRRV. Today, we're hanging out with the Happy Fits. They have their single, Hold Me Down, off of their album, What Could Be Better. You guys are down in Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah we're in uh, West Jersey, kind of basically Pennsylvania. So it's like the farmland Jersey and not the Jersey Shore Jersey. Oh, not the Jersey Shore that everyone saw on MTV a few years ago. Yeah, much more Amish street. The Happy Fits is made up of the three of you guys, Calvin, Luke, and Ross. And you guys all went to college together at Rutgers University, right? Actually, that's um, a little bit of misinformation that's been spreading this year. We actually met in high school, or at least me and Ross met in high school, in Latin class. Um, It was the high school, was high school. And uh, yeah, we weren't really like friends until our junior year. And uh, that's when we started playing music together. Found out we watched uh, kind of like folk music, like Andrew Bird and the Mill Carton Kids. So we kind of got together. I played cello. You played guitar. The covers were like okay at best. And then uh, yeah, one day we just got tired. I started doing some original, and uh, our music kind of took a rockier direction. And yeah, just the summer before going off to college, we were like, let's record an EP for our friends. We'll put it out on Spotify, but we weren't expecting much of it. And then like a week or like a few days after it's released, I'm on the Fresh Pines playlist. And then we were in college at the time, and we were just like, hey, we should drop out. (laughs) So uh, yeah, that's basically how we decided to be a full-time band. Yeah, I I think what, um, I, I, I don't know exactly how it started about like a lot of a lot of like um, articles have written that were from Rutgers. I think what happened though is that when we first started playing, we couldn't book any venues because we didn't really how to. So we we did a lot of like the basement scene of Rutgers. So the, the basement like um, music scene is it was huge there. Mm-hmm. So we we were like um, going around to to different. They put on quote unquote venues that are just like students' basements to play shows and we did that for like a year and I just constantly yeah. doing the the record circuit. So I think um people like even students themselves thought we were were actually at Rutgers. Yeah. Eventually the show got so big that pop started showing up and stuff. <laughs> so it's just like it became too easy. Yeah. But I think yeah, that's probably where the the rumor gen yeah, we just kind of feel like we, are, we in a sense, are Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> are core band through there. <laughs> How did all of your guys' family react to you guys dropping out of college? I mean, Rutgers was a pretty prestigious university. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to school in Mercer, Georgia, Macon, Georgia. I was studying cello. Um, I was doing classical at the time, but I was doing rock and roll music. When I told my parents, they weren't very happy at all. <laughs> I was like being really naive and I was like, I want to do rock and roll. And they're like, you don't make money doing that. But then I was also like, you don't make money in classical cello either. So yeah, there, it was a little bit of a rough patch for a few years, but now my parents are definitely uh, into it. My, uh, me and Luke's parents, our parents opened to us leaving. Um, and yeah, so so basically, I called my dad. He was like, "Hey, if you want to leave, 
that's fine by me. He's like, this is your business. Just like do it. And he's like, it'll save me a crap money and I'll save <laughs> your call. He was all for it. And we were very fortunate in that regard. And so basically my house is in where we've, we've faced the band out of. Like we have a practice space here. We have like recording equipment here. And uh, every, every day of the week, we're pretty much at my house. And my parents are totally cool with it. So I'm very lucky. And do you guys all live together right now? Um, Calvin lives with me at my house, and Luke, our, our drummer, he's, he's here right now. He's Scott, yeah. Yeah, sorry. he has music, hey. music, but um, he lives like 10 minutes away from us, so we're all from the same town, basically. A couple of you are living together. You guys see each other all anyways. What has it been like working and living with the same people all the time, especially during this pandemic? Oh, it's really easy. Yeah. We're all really super chill. It's never really too stressful at all. It's really, really nice. Especially for me, being able to just, like, I basically live in our studio that we practice in. So it's like, I'm never late to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're very lucky that, uh, you know, there's a lot of bands that you see that definitely don't, like, they'll play, like, they'll put on their masks, and then after they just, like, fight constantly. And we've definitely seen that, like, in our personal life, just playing shows with other bands, and you see them, they're just, like, always tussling at each other, and we're just like, that buzz like we'll just have sleepovers anyway like do you just want to hang out and not talk about music and we could just like watch this or whatever so it's definitely really cool to be in a band with like your best buds for sure so my roommate in college never turned the lights off does anyone have this like habit that drives any of you crazy there's got to be something here <laughs> um no no not really <laughs> I mean, um like we're like like we were saying we're, we're, we all get along the only fight we've ever had was like way, way, way at the start of our our career, I guess. Um, so and, we, yeah, we, yeah, we were playing at some bunch of battle of the bands contest, and um, like Calvin ended up being like late, so we had to forfeit the uh, the show, and that was the only time we were upset. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think a single fight happened that. That was four years ago. Yeah, I even I think told Calvin like two months ago, like, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry for yelling at you four years ago." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I could drive from Vermont to New Jersey in three hours. So that was a job. <laughs> <laughs> you guys truly are like the best friends, then. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because like we didn't even really talk at all. We became best friends, even though we were. We were all living 10 minutes from each other and in the same building five days a week. We didn't become friends until after high school, which was cool. What was it like to release your album, What Could Be Better, during the pandemic? Um, it definitely sucked that our tour right before it got canceled. Cause our first, like, support tour opening after, like, a sheet. I feel like a band that was, like, way, way bigger than us. And we, we got to play one show by about 13 with that band it was uh, the crush in Phoenix and it was just incredible and there's so many people there uh, got so many like Instagram followers from it and so many people started listening to us and, it. and then like the next day everything canceled uh, that really 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 stunk but we had time in quarantine with all the content that we want to release or what could be better so like the first song we released was with a music video got one take and it was all like back too so we had to like learn the song backwards uh, that was a really really fun project and we probably wouldn't be able to do 
in quarantine. Um, and then, on, on tour. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> on tour. We were able to do projects because we didn't have to tour. Yeah. We learned how to ride horses, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was very bittersweet. Yeah. It, okay. it definitely helped in a lot of ways. And obviously, we missed playing shows. So it was kind of a bummer to drive back from Arizona and like, two days and our managers are like hey guys world's falling apart you should probably go home we're like <laughs> yeah we did that <laughs> speaking of your tour what's going on with it can we expect some shows this year obviously if it's allowed we are I mean yeah it's allowed hoping you know in the fall time we can tour literally non-stop so if, if we get the green light we're allowed to play shows we're just going to be doing it and literally play every possible place we can We've, we've basically had a, had a tour books like our uh, What Could Be Better album tour books for months now, but it just keeps changing because like the things keep updating about like the coronavirus and everything. So we have holds on venues for like um, like September, November, December, uh, October. Like all we have holds for a full tour. Uh, we're just waiting on the green light it's like when it's okay so we, we can't do it until like we can guarantee that it's gonna be like safe for everyone to come out because you know, we want to get anyone sicker yeah <laughs> if you're if you're in the Jersey tri-state area and you're listening uh, it might still happen that our first show back is gonna be up for Pearl Jam at the Sea Here and Outfest down by the, the Jersey Shore um, and that's going to be in September. So that was going to be our first like festival last year, but that got postponed until this year in September. So if you want to see our first show back, uh, I see we've never ever played on or dreamed of playing on. Uh, come out see here now. Your music is so fun, and the videos are so creative, like the Battle of the Bands video you guys had for your song, Hold Me Down. Who or what inspires your music and your videos? Um, well, that video is really fun for us, because actually, going back to the story that we were talking about, the Battle of the um, that, that was the one where, where we ended up having to drop out was our second um, round of Battle of the Bands. And, um, so we, we played the first one, and... Um, made it to, to the second round and that was also an Asbury Park and so funny that, that video specifically we kind of drew it from the inspiration obviously to a very cartoonish and like wacky um, recreation but we from like our first few shows like playing Battle of the Bands at Asbury Park once Asbury lands we picked a lot of views of the venue like there's just kind of a tribute to to our show at um, yeah, that as we like, yeah, because we we used to play tons of a little dive bar called the Stop, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, those shows like our first show we had like two of them were Rock's parents, um, but throughout time like those like lineup it was crazy empty. So we we owe a lot to uh, Asbury Park, and we do our, uh, our 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 general music videos. Though, I think. And, all the ideas kind of stem from something that we want to accomplish. Like, we always want to try something with our videos. Like, with our, our song, um, uh, oh my god, what am I talking about? <laughs> uh, no, uh, no instructions. Sorry. I, we, we literally, like, the idea stem from, like, hey, we want to do, a, like, a Getty Western. Like, a, that was the whole thought process. Yeah. Like, I wanted to ride a horse. <laughs> and, yeah, 
one of those red horses. So we were like, all right, let's turn that into like nice this. And then with our video field, Dalvin Calvin was like, what if we did like a one take ticket where that idea came from? And then he, he just was like manic enough backwards. Yeah, we're all like, you're came back to us and literally was singing backwards and then play it forward and he sang backwards. We're like, all right, you're not, <laughs> you are insane, but you're we also owe it to the, the videographers for Chris Paul. Um, our, our main guy, his name is Ryan Spall, and he, like, we'll, we'll come to him with an idea and we'll kind of lay it out. Um, we'll do, like, treatments for them, basically, like, PowerPoint presentations on how we want it to look, and he'll add his creative ideas. And um, we've worked with a, uh, a guy, Corey Robert, and, and um, uh, basically, they, they, they're like every videographer we work with, we let them, you know, kind of have creative flows as well and add things that, like shots that they want to get or, or they want to get. And um, yeah, we, we kind of, we're pretty, we come up with the core idea of something we want to try and then we let the videographer kind of complete it. NJ.com called you guys one of the bands and artists you need to hear in 2021. What does it feel like to get that kind of recognition in your own state? It feels really good. Yeah, yeah, it's very, uh, you just, like, have a see your face on your, like, paper or wherever it may be, like, you know, on these, on for Jersey to be sending us this much love is just, you know, it means a lot, because we really kind of tried to grind out, like, the underground scene of Rutgers and Zoom stuff, building up, so to have it be, like, this big now is just, uh, yeah, it would cry, you know. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with this stuff like getting delivered every Sunday. Like that was pretty wild to see my face on that. <laughs> uh, the funniest thing about that article, though, that we just find so hilarious, it says under the little blurb that they wrote about it, it's like for fans that also like the bare naked ladies and the counting crows, and nothing against those two bands, we just never thought we would be compared to them. <laughs> we have never heard that. Yeah, like the bare naked lady. Yeah, we're right <laughs> we're like, oh, interesting. You guys are really big supporters of Black Lives Matter and the Save Our Stages campaign and a bunch of other charitable causes. What got you involved with these causes? Uh, we started out kind of wanting to give back. Like that's how Ross uh, Ross first heard like the original. He was holding a charity event for uh, American Cancer Society. Was it or is it? Yeah. It, um, it was for the Relay for Life Foundation. Uh, yeah, he was just holding like a little coffee shop fundraiser, and um, yeah, I, I really thought that was really admirable. We kind of kept giving um, through a first, it was like a first hometown show. We were able to dollars to a local woman. Same thing with our basement shows. We would put up donations, give out the door. We just give to uh, the New Brunswick woman shelter. Um, and yeah, we kind of really wanted to get back. You know, we've all had very privileged lives, and uh, we grew up in a very, very nice part of New Jersey. And our parents did a really good job raising us, and and everyone can. Uh, we we hope we can be like kind of Coldplay. They give like ten percent of all of their income away. That is our goal. Like we just want to get back, do good with our music. Yeah, it's like it was never, it was always something that just kind of came naturally. And like when I met them, like it was all about us doing these charity events and for it. And 
you know, there was a long period of like, we just really were trying to figure out how can we help in the best way. You know, all these things are going on in the world. We're just trying, you know, we want to help in any way. We mental illness or it's, you know, the Black Lives Matter or it's, you know, anything doing with or any of that. Like we want to help in any way we can. It's really cool that we just have a fan base that is there for us every step of the way and helps support so much. Yeah, the fans are incredible. Yeah, it's tough. We could, oh. yeah. That's really admirable and just super cool to see that you guys have this big success, but you're still super humble and definitely grounded. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I guess, like, the way we view it is that we kind of have, like, a, like, the idea of us, we literally get to sit in our, in our room and play an instrument and then, you know, like, make life off of it. So, like, we feel pretty privileged. We're growing up in a very, very nice community and, like, I was before, our parents have been very supportive, so... Um, if we can, you know, do a little good in the process and give back for two people that are giving us, a, like, kind of what we always want to do. It's the yeah. least we can. Definitely least. All right, my last question for you. If someone comes to your town or city, what is the one thing they need to do or see? Uh, oh. They need to go to the egg alley and get a pork roll egg pizza. So I can any what? egg sandwich that you feel is right. They have a specialty sandwiches called the Gut Buster, which is just like, it's like, it's like little bacon, sausage, hash brown, egg, cheese, more cheese, more egg, more yeah. bacon, more sauce. <laughs> they have a sandwich called the Widow Make, yeah. but they stopped selling it. It was too unhealthy. It's like seven rolls of pork roll, like, yeah. um, like double egg, double cheese. <laughs> I will say if you're a vegetarian, don't want to have the egg and go to the Dutch County Market, uh, like it's 31 in Flemington. We call it the Amish Market because it's like, I'm pretty sure they are Amish. They are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they have, yeah, yeah, they have the best, like, fried cinnamon sugar pretzels you'll ever have in your entire I guess the other thing is good to the store. I, I, well, the that's not town. That's not town. Oh, yeah. yeah. If we're going for a town, too, like, Clinton is, like, our kind of, I guess, our little town besides Pitt's town. Like, a single road. But Clinton is, like, a single road, too. It's really cool. It's like, a super old myth. Water. It's, like, a it's a, it's a fun little town. Fun fact, the, the mill he was talking about was on a good show. It was. I was in sixth grade. It was from the top side. That said the sponsors, and they have some pretty compelling. <laughs> yeah, they got. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a cool little town. When they they do the haunted mill, so they open up the mill and they do like a big tour thing. It's like all these uh, actors in costumes, and they take you on like a hill around, chase chainsaws and stuff. It's really fun. Well, I feel like I just have an artery get clogged from hearing about that food, and now I have Halloween plans, so I think I'm all set. <laughs> thank you for hanging out with me and the Studio Cuts podcast, guys. Thanks so much. Well, thank you so much for having us on. Yeah. Make sure to check out Hold Me Down by The Happy Fits and their album, What Could Be Better. And don't forget to catch Sunday Studio Cuts, a new music show featuring all of the up-and-coming alternative music hosted by me every Sunday at 10 p.m. on 92.7-96.9 WRRV. Join us next week as we interview another up-and-coming alternative artist on the Studio Cuts podcast.